When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. What's going on, hockey fans? Welcome to Pucks and Bolts, a brand new Odyssey original podcast analyzing the Tampa Bay Lightning in their quest to further cement this team as a dynasty in Tampa Bay as a hockey town. Pucks and Bolts will bring you in-depth insight of games and practices and storylines of your favorite players, as well as your favorite coaches multiple times a week. We also have some fun mini-sodes after practices and for morning skates, so be sure to do yourself a favor. Download that Odyssey app. Turn on that auto download button so that you have all of those brand new episodes just sitting there waiting for you. You can also stream Pucks and Bolts on any of your favorite streaming platforms. Guys, I am Casey Hudson, joined by my co-host Kaylee Mizell, and we are so glad to be chatting with you guys again. It's been some time, but I have been running around the country. And my co-host has been so gracious as to bear with me um, as I get my life together here, trying to figure not, out how to read signs and catch trains. Yeah, but not running around <laughs> this country, we should say. Running around all of Europe. You're doing yes. Sydney and Paris and London. You're like the world travel over there. And oh, still man. making time <laughs> to catch up on lightning hockey and, of course, talk about it on Pucks and Bolts to you guys. So, Casey, I hope that you've been having so much fun and eating a lot of really good food for oh, us um, because – I know I'm a little jealous of your <laughs> travels and all your adventures, uh, but super happy that you're having so much fun over there. Casey, we have to get into everything that's going on. And first of all, let's get into it with the breakout. Um, right. And I'm going to start the breakout with some pretty good news, which is that Steven Stamkos on the overtime game winner, which we're going to get into the game against the Dallas Stars and how crazy it was in the overtime game. But on the overtime game winner, Steven Stamkos got his 500th career assist. Super happy for him. Super happy that um, he's been, you know, just like balling out on the ice this year. So Mm -hmm. uh, Steven Stamkos just he was able to feed the pass to um, to Alex Kalorn for that overtime goal, and they thought people thought that he had got it on like a previous goal, but they must mm-hmm. have like changed the um, they changed like the scoring. They they mm-hmm. took the assist away from him, um, but then of course because it's Steven Stamkos, he gets his 500th career. Um, assist. And he said after the game, he said, you know, it's really cool to do it, you know, especially at home in a win. You always like, he, yeah. Sam Coast has had some bad luck and in, in getting these like really cool milestones. Like <laughs> never at home. That's such a good point. Never, never at home or like on a loss. It's kind of just like, a, it's like, cool. I did this, but we lost, but. you know, <laughs> so he got it on a win and he got it at home, 500 career assists. 
um, really, really great for him. So, um, yeah. And he said something really funny after too. He yeah. said, everyone, uh, I, I don't remember what the question was, but his response was, well, this is even more interesting because everyone thinks that I'm just a shooter and I get basically that he gets no credit for assists and he's at 500 assists in his career. Yeah, so exactly. It's interesting to see how players can get so categorized. And we talk about this so much here on Pucks and Bolts too, because like with Nikita Kucherov, and if you're not seeing certain things every single game, you count out these players that are putting in so much work. Not that Stammer gets counted out, but he hasn't really scored a power play power play goal in a minute and has, you know, done the one timer in a minute. So it's kind of been like, oh, where's Stammer been? Well, loading up on assist if you were curious. So 500 is massive and that was so exciting and i'm sure that was just as electrifying at home in an overtime win of all things like the energy yeah. is high and the the atmosphere is tense because you don't know who's going to get it and to do it with killer too i think is very poetic yeah definitely poetic to do it with killer um two of the the guys who have been on the lightning and with the team the longest and in fact steven samkos to that point casey he has six assists in his last six games. Now that was going into last night's game. So now it's seven assists in his last seven games. Um, so Steven Samkos, he is not just a shooter. He does have a real <laughs> great shot, but he can do more than that. He can facilitate plays. Um, and you saw him last night on the ice working really hard. He he did. He, he put in some stuff last night. Uh, not only did he get a goal, um, mm -hmm. which was, was his eighth goal um, of the season, but he also did um, get that that assist as well. So really happy for him there. A few other quick notes um, is that uh, on kind of more of a, a downer, uh, both, both Eric Chernak and Cal Foot are still day-to-day -day with lower body injuries. They were not in the game last night. And um, when I did see Eric Chernak walking into the arena, he he still seemed like there was something um, mm -hmm. in his lower body that was still bothering him. He wasn't walking exactly normal. So, um, you know, just waiting on them to feel healthy. I know the training staff is doing everything that they can. Um, we're going to get those again. We're but first, we have to get into last night's game. A really fantastic win over the Stars in overtime, 5-4. And this was kind of a back-and-forth game. And I'm sure that there were parts of it that the Lightning were frustrated with themselves because they come mm -hmm. out with a strong uh, goal in, in the opening period, get on the, get on the board first, um, and there was a lot of special teams going on in this game. Yeah. Um, both three of the goals that Dallas scored, which it's kind of like, you know, the, the thing that has been the story over the last few games, which, nail foot. but they scored two power play goals and one shorthanded goal. So three goals came on special teams for Dallas, mm -hmm. um, of their four goals um so this team was playing well at even strength but um still not performing the way that they need to perform the way that they can perform mm -hmm. uh, special teams um and it's both the penalty kill it, it, we saw the penalty kill just the other day and it was Do so well it was they, they they shut things down they did so well there was some like slipping late in the game which again we're going to get into but 
they were really able to shut things down. So the fact that the the stars were co- able to come out and get two power play goals on the Lightning within the first two periods, mm-hmm. uh, it was a little bit frustrating for them, um, especially because those goals, both of those power play goals tied the game up. Um, yeah. So the, the Lightning like came back and they responded well and then – the stars tie it up and then they respond well, and then the stars tie it up. So a little bit frustrating from that perspective there, um, mm-hmm. just because that special teams has been something that the lightning have been focusing on and really wanting to see better from themselves about. And that didn't exactly happen in this game, Casey. Yeah, absolutely. And the hard part about it too, where you make a good point to say that where they might be disappointed in themselves isn't only the special teams thing after coming off of a way better special teams performance Sunday, knowing that that was becoming a short and a big issue of theirs, but it's the fact that we talk about this team setting a tone. We talk about how important that is for them to maximize off of setting a tone. They set a tone, having the first goal of the game really early in the game too. Um, they're one of the top teams to have those under two minute scoring options in the first period. And it was even more electrifying because who gets on the board? Ross Colton assisted by Nemestikov and then followed by Myers, who we know is having a bit of a defensive competition back there when there is a little bit more depth. So it was a bright spot to see because it wasn't the typical guys who have been scoring and you're seeing some opportunity start to come to life back there with the deep pairings, even with the absence of Chernak and, and footy there. So that would be exciting. You know, that this stuff resurges the guys on the bench. This give and go has been a big thing of the bolt season so far this year. Every time they get on the board, they kind of let up and allow it to t- get tied off. There's been so many tying points in these games this entire season so far. So definitely something that I know that they want to avoid because coach Cooper said it, he doesn't like when the team is able to get anywhere close to three goals. Then you got Brian Elliott in the net doing so well, um, which is great because you want to know that you have a quality netminder behind Bassey once you start getting into those tough parts of the season um, and even bounce back from getting roughed up last night. I think he got hit with a stick in the eye and still was able to get sorted throughout the game and come back and help these guys win. Um, so a lot of points that kind of, or flustering points, you know, there's some there, they do something well, and then they kind of fall short very minorly I would say but it feels significant to them because of the standard that they hold themselves to so yeah to have Colton open tie it off Paul get a goal and it's exciting for Nick Paul's goal because what is it special teams power play goal that he gets so then you think that they have a chance to get back on the right track with the power play and then turns around and lets up two goals for Dallas after that what I will say that I liked about last night's game even though it was a wave of good things and some let's work on these things in practice I'm sure coach Cooper will be all over that it's the fact that they keep doing this weird tilt where in the beginning of the season it was like they let up in the third period then they started making comebacks in the third period then it wasn't the strongest second period and yesterday I would say was probably one of their better second period performances um with their ability to I think they were 14 to 10 with shots on goal in comparison where Dallas kind of managed that shots on goal or really kept them on their toes there first period and uh, third period. And then second period for them to manage that and have better face off percentage, I think helped get them motivated to have a strong third period and 
well prepared for that overtime. If there's a team that likes overtime, I swear it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, they they definitely do well in overtime and they have a lot of overtime games. Uh Casey, I don't disagree with you often, but I Ooh. but I might disagree with you a little bit. I wasn't overly impressed with their second period performance. I I, I kind of thought that that was the period that that did them in a little bit, having two back-to-back goals, one a power play goal, and then one of that even strength goal. It was the first time that the Stars were able to actually take the lead in the game in the second period uh, after Paul came out and and put the lightning ahead. Then um, the Stars even it up, and then the Stars took the lead. Um, I didn't I didn't like that the lightning went from having the lead. It's like mm-hmm. if you tie it up. I don't love that, but okay. But they went from having the lead in the first and in the second to then giving up the lead to the Stars. Um, And something else that I I just wasn't impressed with is, and and I've I've sung their praises, so the fact that I'm saying this is, like, you got to take it into account. But (laughs) it's the top line. Um, You know, you look at every single one of our top line guys, and I think they all have a minus two, uh, Brandon mm-hmm. Hinkle, Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov. And that's because, you know, they weren't playing defensively stout the way that they need to play. There was a point at the end of the game in overtime specifically where Nikita Kucherov was getting like way too cute and gave up a turnover and it was a three on one. And Victor Hedman is literally the only reason that the Dallas Dallas didn't come back and score because they would have, they would have scored right there. Um, I certainly believe it, but Victor Hedman put his body on the line um, in, in probably one of the most incredible defensive plays of the Mm -hmm. game um, in doing that, but not overly impressed by this top line last night. They, they uh, allowed some goals against, Um, Mm -hmm. they didn't have any goals themselves and that's that's really hard from your top line. The fact that you're not producing and on top of not producing, which they have been producing in general, but last night they mm-hmm. didn't. And then on top of not producing, you're allowing goals. That's that's like a no go for me. That is um, the top line. They 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 were doing really well, but they need to kind of pick things up a little bit because I was not impressed with that. We got a little sleepy for you. Yeah, that was that was really frustrating because I expect more of that of them, and mm-hmm. I see their praises here often. And so right. the fact that they that they allowed to uh, allowed a goal against that minus two, you know, um, mm-hmm. is what they landed at. Uh, I didn't love that, and I, and I yeah. thought in some ways they really you know, let their team down five on five. Um, I don't think that they defended well. I don't think that they were forechecking well. Um, they were getting a little too cute and things that the lightning know that they don't need to do. They were falling back into some of those old patterns. Um, and so while I think overall the five on five game was okay and it was pretty good and, and everything was going good. I do think that that top line, really wanting them to step up um, a little bit more defensively. They This team expects a lot from their top line, as they should. Mm-hmm. And um, I, don't, I didn't like their performance out on the ice last night. 
Yeah. Well, the unfortunate part about that and great observation too, is the fact that, you know, when we've talked with the guys in pre after practice and stuff about what's going to help this five on five go to the next level and get that much more consistent, uh, especially incorporating other lines, they said some players need to stop doing too much. They need mm -hmm. to stop doing the most. And so it's interesting to think that your leading line is going to come in and perform that way when they're in a position to start continuing to add to that win column. But, um, you know, it can't always be the first lines night every night. I'm sure at some point they were like, look, we've been carrying this season so far. It's, it's somebody else's turn. And while it was nice to see Ross Colton get on the board, it was, it was the second lines night last night. Um, oh, for sure. And so I think where that helps them, and maybe I'm being overly positive because I'm filled up on croissants and chocolate, but for <laughs> me, where I think that's helpful is that I think sometimes the lightning go through these, these little phases where each line kind of has their night or their consistency, yeah. their, their time frame, And then eventually they start putting it all together to where it's not just one line's night, but all the lines truly do get involved. Um, and I guess that's where my bright spot was with the second period, but you're right. It's terrible to give up a lead. Um, I just look for those moments in the game that they can use to translate that energy or that spark. So when special teams is an issue and they need to build on that and Nick Paul can get a power play goal, I gave that a lot of credit, but it was just great to see, you know, Nick Paul and Steven Samkos and Alex Kalorn be so involved in last night's game and last night's success. Um, you know, the biggest thing being killer having what, through two assists and then the overtime goal. And we that know that he builds off of last night. Yeah. Yeah. He builds off of performances like this. And you mentioned it. I think you even got a chance to talk to him about it and to see him do that last night and to see the teams that they're about to face down the way. I think that this is a great point for Killorn to be really feeling himself and to feel like he's a massive contributor to this team because it's just going to build from there. They've got Calgary, which is going to be tough. They've got Boston coming up, which is, especially in division, extremely, extremely tense. And then some of the other teams after that, St. Louis Blues. And then there's teams that they're facing where some of these guys have, it's their former teams or teams that are part of their identity as skaters. So definitely agree. Not the cutest, well, cute in a different way for the top line. <laughs> but you would, help that, you would hope that that makes them come back um, with a fire underneath them. Or maybe next game we see first and second line kind of feed off of each other a little bit more. But Proud to see the second line get that much more involved. And then there was that line switch too. Quick little Cooper Cooper shuffle conversation. It was moving um, Perry off of Maroon's line and moving him up to the third line with Ross Colton and Domestikoff, I believe. And so that happened Wednesday. No, not Wednesday. Today's – I don't know what day, today is, guys. Um, Sunday. I believe that happened. So, yeah, it's Colton Domestikoff and Perry on the third line, Maroon Belly. And then the new kid who got his first NHL goal, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But, yeah, so those little shifts that we're seeing that are still happening, it's, you know, it's kind of one person and it's helping to generate more of an offense for this team. So between the shots on goal, uh, them rallying shots on goal versus a tough stars team in the second period is it was something else that I found really good for them. But um, you're right. You got to call these guys out, Kaylee, because when you do, something happens. And I'm pretty sure before this episode, the last episode of Pucks and Bolts, you named Ross Colton to step up. Yeah, and, and Paul. I think I called them yeah. both out. And, uh, and that is exactly what they're doing. Casey, I have to point out one more fatal flaw in this team. Let them have it. 
it's the shorthanded goals. It has to stop. They know that it has oh my to gosh. stop. They're disappointed by it. But they're the team in the NHL who has given up the most shorthanded goals this season. I think that it's, yeah, I think they're at five the now. Shorthanded goal. So that's and why I thought that the third period was the worst. That's the, and I then that totally that makes just, sense. I get that because in this special team's shorthanded goal, you just can't allow that to happen. You can't, mm -mm. if you're not scoring on the power play, I don't love you it, but it's going to come. come. You cannot. Right. Like, Steven Samkos literally said this to us. It is rock bottom whenever mm -hmm. not only are you not scoring goals, but now you're giving up goals. That's when you know that the special teams has hit rock bottom and yep. they continue to give up shorthanded goals. Now, the Lightning do have the day off today before they take on the Flames tomorrow on Thursday, imagine that they will have some type of practice, even if it's quick on Friday mm -hmm. before they head up to Nashville, because that's a pretty quick flight where they'll see uh, Ryan McDonough up in Nashville uh, and then have a few more home games next week. But Casey, this is something that they have to get under control because yeah. teams are going to continue to take advantage of it if they know that that's a weakness. So uh, you know what, at the end of the day, if you can't, if you can't score, that's fine. Defend well. Right. You have an mm -hmm. extra man out there on the ice. There is no reason. There is no reason. And it's not like you had terrible face-offs. It's like, you know, you look mm -hmm. at the face-off percentage on the power play, and it's like it wasn't bad. The, the Lightning had control of the puck for the majority of the time. Uh, they won. They were 51% in face-offs. So mm -hmm. this isn't a matter of like, oh, you just give up the puck. It this is you need to get it together. You can't go out there and be cute. You have to when you're on the power play. Yes, the goal is to score, but like also the goal is to not give up a shorthanded goal. So yeah. be better. Like you have to be better in that. Oh yeah, in so many ways. Because the biggest thing that I've noticed with the power play opportunities is while they're setting up, they're having such issues with clean passing lanes. Mm. It's just almost, it's almost this very dismissive way of passing, just assuming that the puck's going to get to your player stick because that's what you're doing as if a team's not trying to purposely keep you from, from achieving that goal. So I've seen so many bad passes on the power play that have led to the team getting a breakaway and, and getting on a, on a solid point of attack and then capitalizing on it. Shorthanded goals feel terrible. It's you're 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 at an advantage. You're being handed an opportunity to, to score a goal here and you give it to the other team. That's where I would be the most frustrated. That's the last category that I want to be sitting high in. And you can tell that it weighs heavily on these guys, but I don't know what it's going to take for the passing to get better. Yeah. We saw in a practice weeks ago, Coach Cooper really nailing in the fact that they need to communicate. So sometimes I don't know if it's getting a little too silent on the ice there because of assumptions, but there it feels like two things that are very fixable. It's just frustrating to think that we're this at this point of the season and it's continuing to stack up. Um and your fifth shorthanded goal. I mean, it's still fresh in and you shouldn't have that much of an op you shouldn't be giving that much of an opportunity to your opponents. And why that scares me, as you just mentioned, they may or may not have a small practice or an optional morning skate tomorrow, but that terrifies me because when they face Calgary, you're talking about a team that's going to, yeah, if a team like that knows that you're giving up shorthanded goals, they're going to come in and try to get one. And they got a couple guys on that roster that could probably do it. So 
that's the biggest thing. And I'm so glad that you gave them hell for that because they need to, they got to fix it. They got to fix it. Kaylee said, fix it. Bolts. So fix it. They do need to fix it. Okay, Casey, I'm going to mention one more stat and then we're going to zoom out looking at the mm-hmm. last three games as a whole, what the lightning have progressed in, what they're getting better at and what are still some short for this team. The last thing I'm going to look at, and it's exactly to the point that you just made about it, they had 19 giveaways last night. And a lot of those are because of errors on passing, silly little errors on passing. Uh, they were one for five in the power play and not only just one for five handed goal. So special teams does need to get better. It's continuing to be point of emphasis. Mm-hmm. Staff, and for these, this lightning team, I'm, I'm calling them out. Thing that they don't know the players call themselves out as well you talk to pat maroon and he'll say our special team sucked like we did we didn't do this oh. right and they 